Hello, gamers. Your ears are in the right place. You're listening to I Never Cast for this episode seven. And we are a podcast dedicated to bringing forth discussions on controversial gaming topics and hopefully putting them to rest. Uh, before we get into our topic of the week, uh, I'm just going to say welcome back. It has been a very long time. It has been two and a half years at least since we've uh, had a cast. So thank you for uh, for joining us here. Um, before we get into uh, the crux of the podcast, though, let's uh, do some introductions. So joining us again is uh, our co-host. He was formerly known as Trailard, but he uh, officially got a name change and he now goes by Octo. So welcome, Octo. Hello. Uh, it wasn't exactly a name change. It's just that more people know me as Octo than the other names. So figured why not just go for our go for that from here on forward yes for sure nothing wrong with that and coming back again as uh, we've had several times now we have Erebus how's it going Erebus it's going very well how are you doing I'm good thank you thank you for being here today no problem <laughs> and a newcomer to the podcast is first time here uh, everybody say hello to Athricus how's it going Athricus thanks for having me no problem I'll see you later. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's great to have you here. It's great to have all you guys here. Thanks for coming back after our first cast. And again, it's been two and a half years. Um, before we get into it, I'm just going to say uh, we're going to be broadcasting on twitch.tv every Monday at this time. It is uh, currently 9.17, I think. Uh, we aim to start at 9 o'clock on Mondays. And you can find us on Twitch uh, the video for the video format. And we're also going to be on YouTube. And the audio versions will also be on most major podcast networks. They're on a bunch right now. We're still waiting confirmation from a few. Uh, but they will all be there. So uh, welcome, welcome. And again, I've said it's been a while. So let's go over a few things that have happened in the last two and a half years since we have recorded. So Octo, let's start with you. What have you done since our last cast, which was the delayed PC releases about GTA V and Destiny 2? So think of everything you've done <laughs> since that podcast. Went back to school, dropped out, uh, played a bunch of games, smoked a lot of cannabis, <laughs> legally, of course. But uh, no, generally, uh, yeah. Been maintaining my health and yeah, just keeping myself safe basically, especially with this latest uh, world catastrophe that's going on. So, all yeah. we can do is just wait to see what happens. Right on, cool stuff. Um, I remember the last podcast uh, or the last time we were casting, uh, you got a new puppy, right? Yes. So, how is, how's your dog doing? Uh, she is still a bit of a monster, but I mean, she's definitely grown up a bit. She loves to be sucky now as well as be a complete bull at other times. So <laughs> yeah, there's no middle, there's no middle ground. She's either totally adorable or absolutely just, she wants to just play like a pit bull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on. Erebus, what's new? Uh, since when, when was the date? 2017? The last one was September 2017. Um, I got a, I, I was, okay. I left my job in oil and gas and went to municipality in early 2019. And I knocked up my wife twice. Uh, <laughs> I have a baby now named Jack who is 15 months old and the next arrival, um, is coming August, uh, early August, early July. So that'll be that was a big change, obviously. So that's drastically changed my gaming uh, habits, sort of. And I hear you. I hear that's the way you. things are. <laughs> and I moved. To, I switched houses in 2019 as well. Uh, moved into Mount Pearl, which was about 15 minutes away from where I was before. Much much happier here. Much more of like a family home, kind of what we wanted, and our forever home. I think they call it. That's what they call it. So a lot of life, big life changes, but. Um, a lot can happen funny in how, two and a half years. Eh? It's funny how so many things change, but so many things stay the same. <laughs> it's deep. So deep. Um, yeah, mm. that's awesome. No, congrats on the uh, two kids, man. That's awesome. Thanks, man. It's cool. And 
Athricus, you are a brand newcomer, so you don't need to tell us what's new. You can just tell us what's what's up. What's you? Uh, nothing. I am me. I I do my thing, and that's that's all I got. Nice. So you're a big guy. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, Erebus. Athricus. Athricus is an instrument repair. I'll do his call. I'll do it. He. <laughs> Athricus is an instrument. Oh my he god! Can't do it. He's it up. Oh no, my! I have the Twitch on and it's echoing. Um, Athricus is an instrument repair technician. Uh, I think that's your title, or something to that effect. Oh and he repairs instruments uh, at a music dealership, national chain, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very good at what he does. He is a longtime gamer. Uh, we've been myself and uh, Kelthar have been gaming with him for. Uh, better part of fifteen plus years, Very I'd say. Long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, two thousand three or something. Or sorry, I guess like seventeen years, maybe two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. Yeah, somewhere in there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we've been gaming a long, long time. More, we've spent more time in him with him in the virtual world than we have in real life. But we met him in real life years ago. And I think his gaming habits are pretty well varied. They're similar to ours. Um, I think focus on. Call of Duty has been a big staple in, in Athricus's gaming career, if that's what you call it, or gaming habit, p- hobbies, whatever you call it. Addiction. <laughs> and, and, addiction. addiction yeah. That's the word. And World of Warcraft, a uh, huge one. game for him. Yeah. Well, he, has more, one, he has more time on his warrior than I think I have combined across all my characters, maybe. Oh my so pretty close. You've got over 100 days, right? 100 days played? 140-something days, yeah. Yeah, on his warrior. <laughs> dedicated, which is ridiculous. It's wild. Um. Yeah. So I'd I'd say pretty pretty. Uh, he'll bring some interesting thoughts to the podcast on gaming. Me and him have debated on a few things, agreed on a few things, but I like he has, he has, he has some you, opinions. So. I'm planning to debate with you on every topic, no matter what. So That's perfect. It's Devil's advocate, take it. Oh, <laughs> exactly. I love gaming, Mark. I think gaming's the best. What do you gaming, think? Gaming is complete crap. Yeah, I don't like I it thought. at all. Yeah. That's yeah. What I <laughs> Perfect. Um, you're married? Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm married with a child. Married, you got a kid. Awesome. It's all good. Yeah. Your primary gaming, you, you primarily game on uh, PC. PC, Xbox, if I have to. If you have to, yeah. But you're mainly PC. Awesome. Um, I like that. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Not just us, I mean, literally everybody. That's why pan means world, it's everybody. You got to give your update, Kelther. Oh, yeah, me, right. Um, So since September 2017, I lived in an apartment then. I now live in a house. However, we're trying to sell our house to move back closer to uh, where Erebus lives because being away from family sucks. Especially when you have a kid, because yes, now I have I got married, I have a kid. Actually, I got a kid, and then I got married. I know, horrible. But um, that's basically what has been going on. Just mainly taking care of the kid. Still a teacher, being uh, been teaching at different schools where I live, and um, yeah, still trying to game. Not gaming nearly as often as I was. Uh, especially now, because now, like uh, like Octo, the first time we uh, were, were doing the podcast, he had a puppy. Now I have a brand new puppy. So I figured, since I'm ridiculously busy with the puppy and the baby, and I barely get any time to do anything, uh, I figured, why not make it even more busy by starting up the podcast again? So, yeah, here we are. No, it's fun. It's, uh, I've been missing this a lot, and I think it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun doing this. But uh, that's pretty much my update, unless I don't think I missed anything. Missed anything drastic. Um, but yeah, COVID-19. Are you guys getting a lot of extra time gaming with COVID-19? Or are you... Uh, well, it turns so. out, well, it turns out that um, what I was doing before the pandemic was called social isolation anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> really nothing much changed for me. Everybody else in the house, though, is going a wee bit uh, stir-crazy, being locked up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, going as far as, you know what I mean, like taking... Just drives, you know, I mean, maybe once a week, just around the neighborhood who'd one night just to get out of the house. Yeah, Me, I'm perfectly happy just sitting here playing games all night, so. <laughs> 
Yeah, I never understood that. Like, I could always just, like, I can play games all day, every day, and I could do it for months and months, and I'm, I'm sure I'd be fine. Like, I can't do that now just because of the puppy and the baby, but, yeah, people are going stir-crazy and saying, like, they have to see people and stuff. Like, not, not that I don't like socializing, but, like, I'm fine being on my own. I don't mind that at all. How about you guys? Yeah. Are you guys are you guys finding it tough? Are you enjoying it, <laughs> or what's going on with? Uh, we'll start with Erebus. How about you? Yeah, it's uh, it kind of had that honeymoon effect, I think, for most of us. Like it, it was kind of cool being from home, working from home, and kind of firing up the laptop. And Jack was there, and Morgan was still working. And uh, Jack's my son, Morgan's my wife, and she and we. Uh, we kind of, you know, I, I enjoyed it for the first little bit and it was just kind of a weird thing, but I absolutely hate working from home now. I hate it. I, I, I don't like it. I miss the socialization aspects of the office and kind of that we have like video conferencing and stuff set up and I just, I, it, it was fun for the first bit and now it's just annoying and not, it's, it's just very impersonal. So, um, in terms of gaming, I, uh, my gaming went I would say probably drastically up for the first few weeks. And we were, we kind of dove into, we'll probably talk about the games we're playing, but we dove into Call of Duty uh, pretty heavy for a couple weeks. And we were playing a ridiculous amount of hours. And I was not feeling as pressure to get up super early in the morning. So uh, I was playing a lot longer than I normally do into the night. Uh, now, for me, during, I've kind of migrated over to Switch again. And uh, I play Switch all day, like while I'm working. Uh, like while I'm in between meetings, in meetings, depending on what the meeting is, you I just have to switch don't over. Like working from home? <laughs> no, I don't. Not from a work perspective. From that's like the one major perk that I have. But I, I still don't. I still, I, I partly I do it because I just get I'm so annoyed and sick of meetings that I'm sitting in on that I just the switch gives me something to do. But it's uh, so if you add up my gaming time, it's probably way higher than it normally would be. From I, it's definitely increased from the COVID stuff for sure. Yes, yeah. Nice. How about you, Athicus? How are you finding uh, the whole pandemic, and how is your gaming being impacted positively, negatively? Um, I don't know if the gaming's changed much. Um, I don't really have. I'm not really playing more or less. Um, but I I'm on the opposite end of Mar of uh, of Erebus over there. Um, I I if I did not have to go back to work, I would be very pleased. Um. <laughs> In fact, I'm doing everything I can to uh, find my wife a good job so that she can uh, take care of me and uh, be my sugar mama, and that would uh, be great. Um, that's the dream. That's the dream. That's the dream. I, <laughs> no, I, I would be completely happy just staying at home, taking care of the kid, and then that's it. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty disappointed that I'll have to go back to work, but yeah, got to do what I got to do. Yeah. So you're, should, yeah. Yeah, so you're not obviously not going uh, stir-crazy being at home, I guess. I'm not going stir crazy at all. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, and I should clarify. Like, I agree to an extent. For me, not it's not an agree thing. It's just your own experience. But for me, it's the the the, the silver lining is I've spent a lot more time with my son than I normally would have. Mm. So like this these these you know this critical type part of his life where you know I normally wouldn't see him throughout the day and I'd get a couple hours with him in the evenings. I've gotten full days with him. Uh, way way hundreds of more hours, I guess, when you add it all up that I, than I wouldn't have had. So that is a huge, huge perk for me. It's, it's completely because of work. Uh, and if I was doing something different, I might be more happy working at home, but I work with baby boomers, like 55 and up mostly, and them using computers and video con like you have to understand, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible when, you know, everyone, uh, a quick story, you can cut it out of the podcast, but quick, quick, very quick story. I was in a meeting on Friday or Thursday and there was four guys in a room at the depot is what we call it for like trades guys. They all had individual computers with their mic on participating in a meeting with me where I was trying to provide them some feedback on something. And all of them were talking over each other. And can, you can imagine four microphones, same room, four computers, instead of them all gathering around one computer, it was just, you know, that ringing noise or like the crazy mic oh, feedback no. noise <laughs> for an hour and a half. And I could not, I kept telling them to mute and all this stuff. Like that's the stuff. That's what I'm talking about. It's just, it drives me effing crazy. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 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 That's brutal. Yeah. 
Cool stuff. Any other Absolutely. crazy news or anything you guys want to share before we, we uh, move on? Cool. All right. Um, yeah, moving on from from that stuff, we got a, a little bit of gaming news. We'll, we'll try to breeze through it as quick as we can because we do want to get into the uh, discussion so we don't take too much time. But uh, The Culling has something. Uh, Culling is a uh, Battle Royale game. I think it came out five years ago or something. It's been out for a while. But uh, there's some news on that, Octo. What's uh, what's going on with that? Well, basically, uh, The Culling 2 has been released. But for the first game, or this new version of the game, it's basically the reduced price to $5. Okay. And what entitles you to is one free game a day. <laughs> uh, to play more than one game a day, you have to pay. You have to buy tokens. Um, Wait, this I is, so after you pay $5, you only get one game a day. Yes. And um, as far as more, like this is a survival sort of uh, battle royale sort of game. So, I mean, one game a day plus whatever it is to play extra games on top of that. I don't know. Somebody's looking to go out of business, I think. And <laughs> I think that's the only explanation for this. Because can you pay like twenty dollars for the full game? Or no, like that's their only option. No, and but the thing is, if you already own the culling, then you already have it, but you're still limited to one game a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they have completely shit the bed on this one, and yeah. I think they're just looking for a tax write off at this point because that's the only explanation I can think of for a move like this. Yeah. Do you guys have thoughts on that, or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I if I understand. So you buy the game; it's like playing Warzone. You had to pay for Warzone, yeah. but you only could play it once a day. Yeah. Are the matches like extreme? The only way I can say this, seeing this being really cool, is if the matches were like super no. long. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. As I said, this makes absolutely no sense business wise. So that's why it's hilarious to me. It's like. How- there has to be something shady going on because nobody in their right mind would think this is a good idea. What company? You say it's the calling? Is it the calling you said? Uh, the game? Yep. So they're bringing it back as the calling 2 with this model? Oh, no, no, that- no, no, no. The calling 2's been out for about two years and it shit the bed as well. So they've just decided just to throw everything up. You know what I mean? Including the kitchens. I think it's there, right? Use are pan per game. It's, it's literally pay per play. That's so strange. <sighs> Yeah, that was actually a good game too. It it didn't sell well and it didn't market itself well, but I, there was a, a, a brief blip. Calther, uh, me and you played it a couple times. If you remember, I think I, I bought it for your birthday one year, but I I never played it. I don't think I ever played it. I I don't remember. I I, I played it like three or four times, and it, it's a good game. It just it didn't stick for whatever reason. But it's obviously, the ultimate they microtransaction. It's like mobile games, like right? There's there's machine, basically. There's there's mobile games that you actually pay for you have to buy like 99 bullets for your gun. Yeah, yeah. Like that stuff like that. That's that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a mobile type model, but I don't for PC. <laughs> that's for PC, yeah. That's, that's funny, funny, so. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, when when most other battle royals are free. So that's... If I reinstall the calling right now, I'll be prompted to pay this money to play. No, 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 no. You'll be able to play it once, and then you have to start playing. If Even you want though I've played the full game before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else to the game, or is it just a battle royale? I think that's it. That's it's like just it's just a battle royale. It's like a smaller. It's like a. I think there's like 20 people in a game or so. It's a. It's a smaller scale one. And were you able to play as unlimited before? Yeah. I feel like that's illegal. <laughs> no, that's why I, 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 I'm while we're is is it on Steam? Uh, I believe this so. Is, this is worth a follow up next week. Yeah, we should this has check to be in. A next week. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, we'll, 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 we'll the podcast. I'm going to install well, it. We got some other uh, crazy stuff that's that's happening too. Uh, in uh, especially in is it Doom Eternal? I think there's yep. some kind of sketchy stuff going on there too. So Octo, what's going on with that? Uh, well, they're pulling a similar move to what Valorant did, uh, what, what Riot Games uh, did with their anti-cheat system. Um, the only difference is the Denuvo anti-cheat system um, 
the only way that that's different from that in, in Valorant is, is the Denuvo one turns itself off when the game's shut down. The Riot one will uh, stay active no matter what when the computer's turned on. However, regardless, that still leaves uh, Colonel... I mean, uh, the way they're doing it is at uh, Colonel level, Ring Zero. Uh, you're looking at, uh, like, top level as far as your system is concerned. Uh, it can access any part of your system and make changes that you don't even that you wouldn't be aware of. So if there was uh, an exploit found while those uh, drivers were active, then that's an active backdoor into your system and why anybody would want to install that. Now, the fact that they put this in after the game's release could... uh, There's people starting to talk about uh, legal action, just the legality of this because of how invasive this is. It sounds like it's basically just planting a virus on your system and you can't even... So is it on? Is it on for when? Is it on for when people play uh, single play player, single player? Yeah. Yep, that's um, my only issue with it. So other than that, I would debate you all day on it, which we can you can put it down as another topic for another week because I I actually don't see the big deal with the root zero kit now that I've researched it more. But I don't agree with that. It's forcing it on us uh, for people that primarily want to play a single for Valorant. I get it because it's an online only multiplayer game, but for a single player game. Uh, I, I don't agree. Like that, that's insane. Like I, why they would force that upon people? Yeah, but, yeah, but the, people but, have people have tried. Now the only way to currently play it without it on is a the initial release version of the game, which I might add, Bethesda released with an uncrack. Or sorry, with a an unprotected uh, executable. So they basically. Docs them or not docs themselves, they basically cracked their own game on day one. Then they added Denuvo after they they figured this. Yeah, out. the fact that they did it after after the after it is ridiculous. But the the root zero thing is is a very controversial topic because it, what what I'll be interested to see and and I again a whole other topic. You can talk about this for an hour on its own, but oh yeah, Warzone just put its own anti new anti cheat in. Like uh-huh. completely brand new, it's a two-step authentication apparently that they set up. I haven't played Warzone in forever, so I, I don't know if it prompts you at all yet or how it's set up. But apparently, it's had a big impact on the amount of cheaters in that game, and that game was riddled with cheaters. So it'll be what interesting to see if that method. But it'll be interesting to see if that method works better than uh, Valorant's method of using the root zero kit thing, which is yeah. stopping cheaters. It's just pissing people off, obviously. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, I think it'd be a good topic for uh, for us to discuss more for sure. Yeah, oh, we can definitely look into that for sure. Uh, the last the last gaming news that we have uh, is actually really really positive news uh, from Epic Games. Surprisingly, uh, the Epic Gaming Store, I should say. So Octa, what's going on with that? Uh, basically, and this one kind of leads into the. Discussion for tonight, which is Nintendo Joy-Con specifically. Uh, but um, no, Epic does what Nintendo don't, uh, or anybody else doesn't do either, which is sale refunds, which is uh, within a certain time limit. If you purchase a game on the Epic Game Store uh, that, and there's a sale within a certain period of time, they will automatically refund you the difference. Which is, I think that's amazing. So that means you don't need to worry about buying a game and then tomorrow it being on sale and you missing out just because you bought it one day early. And I think we've but, all done that. <laughs> Buy a game on Steam and then the next day it's like 50% off. As far as exact timing goes, I'm not sure. I have seen some people say two weeks. That does seem a long period. But if it's true, then hey, Wait, that's great news for us. Two weeks would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, and at this point, they're... I don't care what anybody says, but Epic is definitely trying to pull out all the stops and basically pull in a, a user base to show that, look, we actually want to work with you in this. And this is a good way of doing that. Yeah, no, I think so, too. I, I'm sure uh, you guys have all bought games when they're not on sale and then they go on sale uh, shortly after it. Eh? Oh, for sure. All the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. You know, Epic is making a big push for... Uh, um, Steam is just so universally used right now. It's hard to put a dent in it, but Epic is like to make GTA five free, 
which is what yeah. they did short, a short time ago. And then mm-hmm. this whole announcement that uh, Octo just said, like it's, yeah, they're, they're, you can't fault them for everything that they're trying to do. Uh, it's just a matter of what the lasting impact will be when they stop doing it or when they, you know, are they going to continue to release free games constantly? And that'll be their little niche thing. But, you know, well, can, can, can Epic Games be used on Steam? Can you use, can you migrate them to Steam? No, not uh, not think. as part of your library. Right. Like it's still, it's still part of your Epic library. Um, but no, I think it's a good idea because it means that it might force the other companies, Steam, uh, Ubisoft, like the Uplay Store, uh, Origin. It could force them into okay. Well, maybe we have to do this now because people are seeing Epic doing this, and they think it's a good thing. So was, I, it, was it Epic too that uh, did the the um, what was it called? The uh, like the less less of a impact to the people selling the games, like it's less percentage cut. Yeah, like Steam takes a, that Steam tax. I think Valve takes thirty percent, and Epic is basically taking ten. So it yeah, so I mean, like yeah, I mean, they're really doing everything they possibly can to try to entice both sellers of games and and the consumers yeah, as well. And right? Honestly, so, yeah. competition is good for the consumer. Like the only people that win are us, right? So. Yeah, I'm all for it. And some companies are starting to see that. I believe that Microsoft is starting to actually really listen because they are making moves for uh, for gaming as a hobby for its future. Um, and they're doing that uh, in part with the Xbox, but also with uh, things like the PC Gaming Pass, which is currently the most, uh, for me, it's the best value for money at the minute. Oh, it is. Absolutely. For sure. All right. Uh, I think uh, we've uh, we should probably move on to the topic of the week. So we don't want to take, uh, take too long here, but the yeah, the topic of the week is Joy-Con drift. Okay. Uh, Octo, you own a switch. Erebus, you own a switch. Athricus, you don't. Now you've you've played one, right? I think I remember there was a time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I borrowed my buddies for like a month. It was quite quite a while. So yeah. Um, I've, I've had my fill with it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you are you are familiar with the Switch for sure. Uh, before we delve too far into it, can anyone explain exactly what Joy-Con drift is in case anyone is not sure what that is? Yeah. Take the reins. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> I won't do that next time. I was just starving. Uh, so Joy-Con drift is, uh, I'm currently experiencing it with my left Joy-Con. Uh, it's essentially when you move in a direction uh for me it's up like moving pressing up on the stick and then it uh it moves back and uh but you guy your character or whatever or whatever you're doing in the game continues to move up and it's so sensitive that you don't even necessarily for me anyways you don't even need to move the thumbstick up at all even if you just sort of kind of nudge it in any direction it triggers the drift so for me like in Pokemon, for example, I'll be trying to use Bubble Beam and my Squirtle will growl because the drift moves my move up one, right? So it's 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 much it's it's I'm noticing it way more in a game like Pokemon where your selections are actually, you know, can be a critical at a certain moment of the fight rather than a game where you're just moving around and you kind of notice it. Oh, um, but in Pokemon like where you when you're selecting things, it's really really bad, really annoying. And it's gotten progressively worse for me in the last probably three weeks or so. Um, prior to that, I barely noticed it at all. But I'm also put, using it a lot more heavily now. So I'm wondering if that may have something to do with it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's brutal. And it's it's widespread. Like, it's it's very common. I don't know the exact stats. I don't know if, if any of you have been able to find that uh, today or not. But I know the... I think IGN did a poll a while ago, and I think it was like, Somewhere around seventy percent of people have experienced joy conjuring, which is ridiculous. Like it is completely ridiculous that Nintendo the, the Switch has been out since March of twenty seventeen. That's over three years ago. Three years ago, and it's still happening. Yeah. So like Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, Octo, did you have yours is yours experiencing drift? Yeah, I've had to replace mine. Um it's and for the Switch, especially because the Joy-Cons are such an integral part of the system, it's especially just 
annoying uh, that it's happened. Uh, it has happened with an Xbox uh, One controller that I've had in the past, oh. but I mean, that's easier and, well, there are cheaper options that you can go for, as opposed to the Switch, where the Joy-Cons themselves, per, for just one uh, Joy-Con, is expensive. So, I mean, and for this to be happening this soon after release is a huge, huge uh, thing. From what I've been able to say, though, is uh, the fact that Nintendo was able to uh, put out a, a fix and made it official, that says to me that there's been enough people complained about it, but they had to do this. But what is what is their fix? <laughs> Send it in. They'll fix it. Or, sorry, they'll, uh, they'll replace it free of charge. Yeah, but what about now? Is, they'll still do it. Not right now, they're not. Not right not now? during COVID-19, nope, they're not. Oh, no. okay, that has changed they then. Okay, that's that. more recent. Right. But, um, but either way, even even then, if it was a limited edition one, you weren't guaranteed to get uh, the same type pack. <laughs> so if you got uh, one of the limited edition colored ones, you would basically just be getting a gray one back. Yeah. Do you uh, get covered for shipping and everything? That I don't know. I'm, not I'm sure. pretty sure you do. Yeah, I would hope so. So e- even so, like if Nintendo is taking in the Joy Cons or fixing them free of charge and sending them back, that that's great. Like that's good on them. Yeah. But it means they obviously know there is an issue. So why has this not been fixed? Right. It's been over three years. Yeah. It's a prevalent issue. They really they have. I don't know if audacity is the right word, but like. They release a brand new system, the Switch Lite, which still has Joy-Con drift, and you can't even detach those Joy-Cons. Yeah, they're integrated. It's I don't know, that's a huge oversight as far as um, Nintendo's concerned, but it's also weird for Nintendo because, I mean, like, Nintendium is supposed to last forever. Yes. And well, I mean, you could throw an, like a, an NES out of a plane and hit the ground and then drop a couple bowling balls on it, and it would still work fine. <laughs> Right. So yeah. Like, well, but I mean, it, no, definitely. And, the, and it's not like they have, they have. They've never made controllers before. They've never designed them before. They have, mm-hmm. and they've been solid. Yeah. I mean, you could take a, a NES controller, or a SNES controller, or an N sixty four, or whatever, and those controllers are just going to work. Yeah. Well, N six. I remember the N sixty four controllers were kind of uh, <laughs> the joystick. Yeah. Joystick on that was bad, dude. The they joystick's got bad, but they never drifted. Yeah, they and never like, drifted. That's true. The direction you chose, they went in that direction. The game, the GameCube, uh, the GameCube controllers were the probably best. the best controller I've ever used. The best. Yeah, I, I put that through hundreds of hours of stuff. I threw those controllers. <laughs> I smashed them in anger, and because the GameCube controllers. Me. Yeah, probably. Because you wouldn't let me back on the edge in Smash Bros. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, they, those were the best controllers I used, which is shocking to me that the same company puts out because they are like like uh, Octo said, they are known for like my Nintendo DS, my 3DS, all that stuff was perfect. Dropped them many times. The Switch is quite fragile. Um, I haven't dropped it yet. I don't want to drop it because I feel like it would shatter if I did. And it yeah. uh, it just looks bad on them because it's their first system with kind of. Uh, I don't know if it's their first system. Uh, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, with the, with the Joy-Cons in terms of, like, replaceable side controllers. And they're, like, 80 or 90 bucks Canadian or whatever to get new ones, uh, which is insane. They That's also had drift issue. They also had drift issues on the Pro Controller, which was I was reading about that the other day. But the drift issue on the Pro Controller was a software issue, which is insane to me. So there oh, was, was they, there, oh. yeah, you had to like recalibrate your controller. You had to disconnect it, reconnect it. There was like patches and stuff that went out. So there's something really wrong. I haven't done enough research on it to understand it, the, the technical stuff behind it, but there's something really wrong with what they're putting out. The problem is that uh, people, w- are, it's still what the, the highest selling or fastest selling system ever. One of them, if yeah. not the one, one right successful now ones ever. Yeah. And uh, it's Nintendo. They've got the brand. They make the arguably the best games, uh, or you know, they're they're very much about the games rather than the noise behind the games. But it's uh, it's it's I'm I'm a sucker for it too. Like I buy their games in droves. I've got tons and tons of Switch games and DS games, and I uh, I just can't 
it's hard to, it's hard when you have situations like there this where companies are making money hands over fist because like what there's nothing really incentive for them to do it they got a lot of legal pressure <laughs> there was some kind of lawsuit which i think is what octa was talking about where they had to uh kind of i think it's ongoing conce- isn't it might be ongoing yeah so they they offered to fix them which is really all they have to do right so um once they do that there's not much else that they're required to do and if they're why not, not just make a new a, a joycon 2.0 why not just make a new one like they if they know how to fix it why haven't they why are they do they, they why is it a band they know i don't know if they know how to fix it or uh, whether i don't know do they, do, do they know how to fix it or are they just giving people new ones till their new ones break but like octo said they've been making controllers for 30 years yeah but if they if there's something fundamentally wrong with the joycon's design that's causing the problem they're not what are they going to they, they they're not going to spend start from the ground up and make a new joy con why well they probably will for the next system but what that's if they exactly have an, what i was going to say yeah. yeah what if they have an abundance of these ones now they can't just get rid of them they'd be better to just give give the, another guy one when it breaks and then that's it i still so free joy cons for the rest for eternity then the problem the problem with the switch light and that they still had issues is that the joy cons are attached to the system you can't yes. take them off. Which is so that's that's a ridiculous. whole other and they knew this was a still an issue and they still made this system and are still selling them. Yeah. That's it's like to me that's that's like not criminal, but like that's like that's not good. It's a dick move, but they're probably not losing too much money or sleep. Yeah. If they were, then you'd then they, you'd see a, a you'd see a fix. Yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. it's all about it's consumers voting with their wallets. Like I've got like this, this like I've got this on my desk right now. These Switch games, these DS games. I know all about the problems with with the Switch. Know all about it. I have used Growl several times, and every time, it, oh, oh my, uh, several times, the uh, uh, it's 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 screwed me up. It's uh, it's got me killed in a game, or you know, I'm trying to move in Fortnite and, you know, I creep around a door when I wasn't creeping, that kind of thing. Uh, I it's, it's pissed me off immensely, but I still think the Switch is the best system out there. Too. Even, and that's even, what makes even me with so all the, even with all Even with all the hardware issues. I love the Switch. I love it. But, like, yeah. playing hand... But it's gotten to the point where, like, I, I, I don't like playing handheld because... And that's what the point of the system is. You play it handheld or on TV... And it's great on the TV with my Pro Controller. I've yet, knock on wood, to to have any issues with my Pro Controller. But playing it handheld like Pokemon is the worst, right? And, like, ugh, I don't know. It's really, really frustrating. And it's frustrating that this is still an issue three years later. Yeah, so what are you going to do about it? <laughs> well, and, like, gonna, in chat... Hit, which games are you going to be... Are you, gonna be you know, you look at you look at Trailer, uh Octo. Octo, whatever your name is now. The... Uh, <laughs> You look at Octo, for example, uh, because of the practices of Activision, will not buy uh, any Activision games or Blizzard games. He he won't. He will not partake in the new World of Warcraft, even though he may want to play it. He won't do it because of his the principle of it. So he's kind of taken his his issues with a company and what they've done in their practices completely, and said, "I am not supporting this." We were planning to potentially set this call up on Zoom, if I recall. And uh, he also said, nope, Zoom has had these privacy concerns. I don't agree with their practices. We're not having a Zoom call. So Octo is one of those people who actually takes you know, these issues and says, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to support this company because of what they're doing. But he's in the minority. V- the vast majority of people do not give a flying kahootie squirrel of what the hell heck is going, I don't know what I just said, going on. <laughs> so no one, like, I, I don't care. I'm one of them. I, I do not care. I do not care if, uh, <laughs> if I, I, I don't care if Nintendo is out there, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm thinking of horrible things in my head, but I won't say them on the podcast. But let's just say they're doing murderous, treacherous things out in society. I If they make a good system, uh, that meets my level of what I need to have fun in games, which is, in this case, the Joy-Con thing doesn't affect me that much to negate that. Uh, I'm going to support the company, so that's that's the way. Even if they're doing some I, shady things. Well, yes, and I would argue that 
while there's companies that are out there in the news, such as Activision or Nintendo, or there's lots of companies out there that are doing shady things, I would argue the, the majority of Fortune 500 companies are doing shady things. Some of them we know about, oh, some no of them doubt. we don't. No doubt. We all use, we all use things throughout the day. Uh, do you guys eat Chiquita bananas? Do you know what bana- do you know what banana company the that banana company does? It's like insane what they do to people in third world countries that collect those bananas and like the wars and stuff that are caused by that. Uh, I was only reading about that the other day, and almost everybody, if you eat a banana, it's a Chiquita banana or whatever they're called. So mm-hmm. same with the apple. Apple's sweatshops and all that shit, but everyone's got you know iPhone exactly. or Samsung or whatever. Exactly. So I, 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 yeah, some of them we know about more and they're more prevalent. And yes, I probably have a line somewhere. I just don't know what it is. I haven't had it happen to me yet. But, uh, but yeah, it depends on the consumer and the consumers vote with their wallet. So you, you'd be damn right. Nintendo would have fixed this by now. They would have rolled out an entire new system. They would have issued refunds to people. They would have done a whole bunch of stuff if people stopped buying their product. But, but it probably has an effect. Why do call. people allow nintendo to do this like if, if microsoft was doing this or or sony do you think people would have the same patience uh no because i think microsoft and sony i would i think that part of the problem is uh nintendo doesn't have any inherent competition so microsoft and sony are are at, are keeping each other you know they're they're back and forth. They're they're all about specs. They're all about the new the the controller alone that came out from Xbox and PlayStation Five or whatever was like I saw billions of articles just about their controller designs and all that stuff. Like they're very very scrutinized. Whereas Nintendo, there are people out there that are Nintendo fanboys or whatever they call them, and just buy Nintendo stuff. And they don't have like what if you're a Nintendo if you're a fan of Mario Kart and Zelda and all that stuff and that's what you play. That's you just you just roll with Nintendo. So. You're going to live and die by Nintendo. You can't play Mario on Xbox. or No, there's no there's no competition. Whereas if PlayStation pitches you off to a, a certain point, you're going to go to Xbox or even PC. So it's, it's, it's I, I just, Nintendo is a completely different, different market to me. It's true. Africa, we haven't heard from you in a while. What do you, uh, what do you think about all this? Like, are you, do you think Nintendo should be held accountable for this or, or what do you think? Well, I think they're doing what, what they can. I, I don't know what else would they, what, what would you suggest that they do that they're not already doing? I just think they should make a damn fix and just make a start from the ground up. Like I know Erebus was saying that like if they're making money, who cares? But like, it, well, it's just a print a principle. I, 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 again, companies don't care about principle. They care about profit. I understand that. But like, to me, it's just, it's rough because like even hip block, hip hop bling in chat said his left joy con, uh, wasn't even working when he got it. So we had to go to Walmart and buy more. Right, so like, if someone yeah. gets Joy-Con issues or Joy-Con drift, then they have to go to Walmart and buy more Joy-Cons for eighty dollars, which is like mm-hmm. a ridiculous price. Mm-hmm. And then those are just a drift again. Like, is it just an endless cycle? And like, maybe Nintendo knows this, and they're like, "Haha, who cares? The people are just going to keep buying more." But like, is yeah, that they're, they're either like that, or they're they're either they have a fix coming, and you know, a couple weeks from now they'll be like, "Oh, you know, we." we fixed all your problems or, you know, they'll save it for the switch Two or, or whatever. But, you know, they probably have an abundance of these and need to get rid of them somehow. And they're not just going to throw them out. I know they're not going to throw them out, but like the fact that they're selling them for $80 a pair, it is a lot. And the other issue I have too, is Nintendo is, is a family friendly company essentially like, right. Like a lot of kids play Nintendo. So like, yeah. Parents and kids don't know anything about this. They're probably like, "Oh, my controller's broken. I'd better go buy my kid another one." Or, or right? But I don't know. Yeah, don't know. Make money just makes that. me but mad. You, <laughs> I know, but look at um, so trailer or Octo was just talking about Epic Games, right? All the great things Epic Games are doing. One of the biggest things that Epic Games did with Fortnite on the Switch is they released a copy of Fortnite. You can look this up where, uh, and I don't know what the numbers ended up being, but there was a, f- a copy of Fortnite on a shelf like at EB Games or whatever for, I think it was 19.99. And the way that they had the, car- the, the game set up was it looked like you, like, you know, for parents that they were just buying a game. And then it, like it said, includes, co- you know, costumes and different things like that. But what the, 
why they did that, obviously, is Fortnite is a free game. But parents coming in are saying, oh, my kid wants Fortnite or my kid wants this. And they go in and they they buy. They don't know. And and it was considered very deceptive by Epic Games what they did with Fortnite's packaging. Because it does. If you look at it, it looks like it's a a full-fledged game. It comes in the box, same as like everything else. But there's no cartridge. It's just the the codes for like the different skins and stuff. So, but it's deceptive to like, their their audience so like that's what more my point is that all these companies are doing shady stuff like this if they get away with it the problem like nintendo and you know this keltar because you're just as big into nintendo as i am yeah they don't have sales on their games very (laughs) often they don't have their hardware is stupidly expensive their controller and everything is stupidly expensive their games never go on sale at least their triple a ones you don't see the statement saying like i could buy games on steam i could buy 20 games on steam and I, I, for the same monetary, I'd, I'd have to buy. You know, that's that twenty games on Steam is probably one or one to five games on Switch. Yeah, really, they call it they call it the Switch tax. Right? The Switch tax, yeah, it's more expensive for people to put their games on Switch. They have it set up that way for like companies. So it's the exact opposite of what Epic's doing. Like, think about it. Epic is struggling to get people, and they're doing everything possible to get people. Like, they're giving breaks, free games. They're doing all this stuff, and they're still struggling to get people. Nintendo is doing none of those things. And also has hardware that is complete crap. The Joy-Cons fail. The hardware themselves, it doesn't even have Bluetooth. What what doesn't have Bluetooth these days, right? Like, it's insane. Like, it, the, the, it's actually, the design of it is amazing, but the actual hardware is complete shit. So um, they're doing everything that shouldn't be working, but whether it be through brand loyalty or through, I don't know what it is, but they're, they're just selling they're, they're, they're selling, 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 and, and, and people overlook these issues. I'm one of them. I overlook it because I just enjoy using the system. Yeah. I know uh, going back to the Switch tax, I know Burnout Paradise, I think, just came out. And I think you can buy that on, like, Steam for, like, six bucks. And on, yeah. and on uh, the Switch shop, it's, like, $49. 50, 50 bucks. 50 bucks, yeah. That, and that yeah. game it came out when? Like, 2010 or something? Like, it's, a, it's an old game. But yeah, yeah. But, but you're right. People, people. If people are buying it, why wouldn't they? The companies charge that price. So yeah, yeah. Octo, do you have anything? Any other thoughts about any of that? No, not really. Um, I mean, just uh, the thing about uh, choosing who to give your money to and whatnot. As it goes back to what Arbus was saying, which is basically just. What line or what moral lines that you're willing to, you know what I mean? My own beef with Blizzard and Activision—that's something I—that's something concerning things outside of gaming, and uh, not directly related to the games themselves. Pretty sure people won't know what I'm talking about at this point. But point yeah, is that yeah. uh, s- s- some shady stuff's more shadier than others, essentially. And it's just about picking your battles. And for me, where Activision and Blizzard decided to go, that's the place where I decided that I was going to stop supporting them. So, yeah. 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 No power but as far as... For, for holding to those those values you have. Because like, like Erebus said, a lot of people don't care. They, they Like a company does something stupid and everyone's like, oh, boycott this company or, or cancel this celebrity because they just did something stupid. But like, all people don't care about that stuff. Like people can hold their, their though that stands for like a day, and then they're like, okay, whatever, who cares, right? But so all oh, power yeah, to you, hold those values. But I mean, and as far as Nintendo goes in this particular situation, yes, they have abandoned, but they do need to fix this, particularly for the lights, because it's going to get or start getting expensive for them to start replacing whole units when it comes to the Nintendo light. Because it's uh, a single unit. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, so they might dig themselves into a corner there. You don't know. So, and because the uh, light is suffering from drift, it's I would be ninety nine percent certain that it's the same problem happening on these individual joy cons that are happening on the light as well. So it's something inherent to the design. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. Africus, you're a big Pokemon fan. Sure. Right. So I know you don't own a Switch, but you've played one before, and I assume your buddies didn't have Joy-Con Drift. No. No. So you can imagine, like, fighting a Magikarp, 
and then all of a sudden your switch just randomly chooses a master ball by accident and you press a on it by accident and oh you caught a magic carp with a master ball by accident how would you feel yeah i i feel pretty bad um <laughs> it definitely sucks i mean i i don't usually use i can't remember what the joy cons look like is there a d-pad there, there is. It's kind of lackluster, but there is one. Yeah, I, I usually use the D pad for that stuff anyway. Uh, but for and switch to the joystick for for walking. But um, so it probably I would wouldn't run into that problem too often. But um, I can definitely but you understand. Would. And that's why I'm so mad because when I'm playing Pokemon, I try to control the menus with the D pad, but then the left joystick goes crazy and it just flickers around the menus and you you can't control it, and then the D pad becomes unresponsive. Okay. So it's really, really frustrating. Yeah. So, and I love Pokemon so much. Like, and I know that's a whole separate issue. People complaining about Pokemon Sword and Shield, but I like it. And I know Arabic. Get Michael, get your too. wallet out and start <laughs> buying a new one. Like, stop being. <laughs> you obviously don't support Nintendo, man. Like, come on. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm part of the problem because I, I. You are, yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just whining about it, man. Just I give know. them your money. <laughs> part of the problem. Um, just to kind of, I don't know if. Just another point that I, I know I when I was researching this, IGN made a point saying uh, this issue with Joy-Con drift because uh, it was Tom Marks wrote the article and he was he's very adamant about about this topic and he he cannot stand Joy-Con drift at all. He was saying this is on par, if not worse, than the Red Ring of Death that affected the Xbox 360. What do you guys think about that? I don't well, uh, agree with that. I mean, we're talking yeah. we're talking a system versus you know a, a three hundred four hundred dollars system versus you know an eighty dollars set of things, and I, I'm interested to see if anyone disagrees. Yes, because uh, we're not with the individual Joy Cons. That's less of an issue. It's the lights that are the problem. Yes, the, that that is that is shit. And I'm I, I'm I'm wondering that's do, an entire system. Have they said what they're doing about that? Are they going to take the whole well, light back? We don't know. We assume so. At this point, it's up in the air, essentially. The light? What are you talking about? Switch light. The switch light. Oh, the light. Yeah. The pro- the red wing. The red. The red wing of death. The red ring of death. Uh, was not. Like I remember wrapping my system in like a towel to start it. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that yeah, too. But I also remember buying a new Xbox when mine broke. And again, again, I just because I loved Xbox at the time, and I was didn't want a PlayStation. Um, I chose to just buy another Xbox. The red ring was just a part of the culture of owning an Xbox. Terrible thing. Definitely more serious than the joy con simply because you couldn't use the system. But again, it, it didn't like, yes, I'm sure they, they got, there was lawsuits and random things that went on with that too. But same thing, people still bought them in droves. So, so bought them. I was one of them again. I just, maybe I'm a sucker for all this stuff, but I just, I bought another, uh, xbox when mine broke i know a few other people did too did there not be a replacement program for that though they might have but they did but you had to be under warranty so if you weren't if you weren't under warranty they wouldn't have uh, probably a year i would think it's a year yeah Yeah. but the thing with the thing with joy-con drift is that it makes a lot of games literally unplayable like games like tetris if you if you were going to play tetris 99 like you can't with if you have Joy-Con drift. And the other problem with Joy-Con drift, it's not a matter of if you're going to get it. It's it's a matter of when. Right? Because there's almost everybody will experience it at some point. Right? Whereas yeah. the Red Ring of Death was like a 40 or 50% chance to get it, which is obviously ridiculously high. The Joy-Con drift is a pandemic on its own. Right? Like it's everyone's getting hit by it. So I don't know. I I I don't know if it's as it's obviously not as devastating as the Red Ring of Death because yes, you can just buy new Joy Cons, or you can yeah. do temporary fixes and stuff like that. But in regards to affecting the way you play the games, I think it is absolutely devastating, and, and I, I still am mad that Nintendo hasn't done something about it personally. It like would I be said, very interesting to see if they come out with a Switch Two or something better without promoting any like advances to the joysticks whether their sales would be hit at all. I, I'd be willing to bet their sales would probably not be hit at all. If anything, they'd sell way more than, than so the first Switch. So you're saying with advertising that they're improved joysticks? or If they never, if they did not advertise, you know, they didn't improve joysticks, which I mean, I'm sure they would, but if they came out with Switch 2 and didn't mention joysticks or anything, 
I'm sure the Switch 2 would just explode more than yeah. the Switch 1. And people will probably be like, they won't make this mistake again. Yeah, they'll assume. They'll assume. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. And then <laughs> yeah. guarantee it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Anything else you guys want to say about uh, Joy-Con Drift before we move on? Anything in yeah, I'm good. No? I think so, so. Yeah. So we all are still going to keep buying Nintendo stuff? <laughs> yep. Reluctantly, I am, yes. I'm still mad, but I'm still going to buy more Nintendo stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's it for the uh, topic of the week. I thought we would do something a little, you know, fun, because that's what this is all about. Uh, since we're talking about Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo in general, I thought we'd have a little trivia game. How do you guys think about that? Okay. So I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask a single question, and if we keep the same people on the podcast, or if we have returning members, we can kind of keep score and see uh, see how that goes. And it's questions that you probably won't know the answers to, or if you do, then that's great. You'll get points that way. But I got Google ready, man. I'm ready to go. No, so that's what I was going to say. I want to make sure I can see all your hands. So for those yeah. listening on audio, I will guarantee that I can see these people's hands. They're not going to yeah. do anything uh, do anything sketchy. Uh, so I'm going to ask the question, and then I'll go uh, one by one. If you know the answer for sure, then I'll, I'll get you an answer last, just so not everyone can uh, can hear you. Okay. So again. This is uh, about Nintendo. So, different companies use Project Code Names for their developing consoles. For example, the Xbox One X was known as Project Scorpio in its development, and the Xbox Series X was known as Project Scarlet. Okay, so what was the code name for the Nintendo 64? And again, if you know it, don't shout it out. So it'll be multiple choice. Don't worry. I do know so, this. I think I know this. Was yeah. it Project? I don't know this. Okay, so was it Project Atlantis? Was it Project Revolution? Was it Project Dolphin? Or was it Project Reality? So I know what the answer is, but okay, do I so say don't, it? Okay, so don't say it yet. So if you know it, don't... Yeah, don't say it. So Octo, do you have any idea? We'll start with I am go- Okay, I'm going to say... Dolphin, and I'll tell you why. It's because of the emulator. I'm more familiar with the emulator than I am with the original system. Okay. So you're going with C, Project Dolphin. Erebus uh, or Athrus, do you know for sure, or do you think you know? I'm fairly certain I don't know for sure. I'm fairly certain as well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Athrus will go, go with you next. What's your, uh, what's your uh, answer? I think it's Dolphin 2. I'm a little afraid that was um, GameCube. But I'm I'm pretty sure it's 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 dolphin. Okay, so we got Octo and Athrius are saying dolphin, Erebus. What were the options again? Okay, so it's Project Atlantis, Project Revolution, Project Dolphin, and Project Reality. Yeah, I'm fairly certain it was dolphin. I, I'm the same as Athrius. I can't remember if it was GameCube or not, but I'm I'm almost sure I read about it in Nintendo Power years and years ago, and it was dolphin. Okay, so that is your final answers. Dolphin, everyone's saying Dolphin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Project Dolphin, Athricus, your suspicions were correct. Uh, <laughs> that the was the code name for yeah. the GameCube. And Dude. I remember that growing up a lot, too, when it was being uh, in development. So the it's not Project Atlantis. That was actually a canceled console that Nintendo was making. And Project Revolution was for the Wii. That was the code name for the Wii. So it's actually Project Reality. I never would have guessed that. It was for the N64. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know it either. I thought that was interesting. I think the other uh, code name, it had two code names, actually. It was Reality and Ultra 64 was the other one, but I figured that was too obvious. And Dolphin was GameCube, too. I'm remembering it now. It was GameCube. Yeah. I remember that. That's what I read in Nintendo Power. I just wrong timeline. Yeah. No, I remember that a lot, too. It's like, oh, the Dolphin. That's so cool. And I think uh, Mm -hmm. it was like Donkey Kong 64 or something had like a, a dolphin in like in Do- uh, DK's hut, there was like a picture of a dolphin on the wall, and I think that was what it was in reference to. Yeah. Something like that. It was Echo pretty cool. Echo the Dolphin. Well, well, Echo the Dolphin. That was a Sega Genesis game, I think. Echo the Dolphin. Was it? I thought. Oh, yeah. Was that a rare game? Maybe it was a it rare was a rare. No. Might have been French, but I don't know why I remember that part of it. But yeah. yeah. No, it could have been. I don't know. Uh, but no, I, I only knew about the, the Dolphin reference to Nintendo because of the emulator. Uh, I do use the emulator occasionally, so you mean to play older games, so. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, you guys all got stumped. So if you return to the podcast, which I hope you will, then uh, we'll have to try again and we'll keep score. And uh, hopefully you guys are, are more competent next time. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's it. Is there anything I'm missing or something we were supposed to say or do or to cover? I don't really? think so. Normally you have like a little segment on what people are playing this week or something. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll go over that a little bit uh, quickly. So Octo, what have you been uh, playing lately? Uh, lately I've been playing Warhammer uh, 40k Inquisitor. Is that an MMO? No, it's uh, like it's actually it's think Diablo two without the guilty complex and yeah, it's a really good game. It's a really good uh, game like Diablo uh, two. No, um, only it's in the Warhammer forty k universe and it actually plays really really well. So like Path of um, Exiles, kind of. Yeah, kind Path of exile, I should say. Only there's a lot more guns and stuff because it's, well, set in the future and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, I've also been playing a wee bit of uh, Lara Croft Go lately. Um, find it relaxing just for the puzzle element. Uh, but aside from is that, a mobile game? It is a mobile game as, as well, but you can also get it on Steam and stuff. Oh, cool. Right on. Erebus, how about, uh, what are you up to? What are games have you been playing? Uh, up until about a week ago, I guess I was playing pretty heavily on Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare. Fantastic game. Really, really good game. Best. You guys are normally the Call of Duty guys, but I was hardcore into that for a while. I got my golden gun and black camo and uh, basically every achievement, battle pass, everything before Athricus, which was my primary goal. And then I <laughs> basically stopped playing. So, uh, well, I'm stone cold there, not even reacting yeah. at all. Oh, his. Athricus, I think your mic is uh, there. Sorry. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens next season if you want to take it. Yes, for sure, for sure. I'm taking a little bit of a break, and then I'll be, uh, back, uh, be back full force. Um, I've do- I dove very heavily recently into uh, Pokemon Sword. And uh, I have to say, I, I'm hoping we have a topic on this in the future, and I don't know how we'd frame it, but I really want to talk about the game games in general that are massively criticized and you know maybe more of the psychology behind why that is and and if gamers expectations are too high or something because i've i've tried to critique it as much as i can I've, i'm over 40 hours in the game now and it's it's fantastic and i've played virtually all of them not to the not extensively but i've played through all of them and uh and i can't see i can't see the criticism that people are giving it but it's been it's been really good. I've been grinding the post game now and looking forward to playing with you, Kelthar, and uh, Alban Deal has it as well. So looking forward to playing with him. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I love I love the game too, and that, and like you said, that that's definitely uh, a discussion we can certainly have because I don't see the I don't understand why there's so much criticism either for sure. And uh, Athricus, what have you been up to games wise? Uh, I took a little bit of a break although um you'll find me on call of duty every night a couple of games at least um but i really kind of want to start playing dark souls again i'm uh, starting to miss it i just want to pick that up for some reason first one which one? uh no three 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 i've only played the first one and like it was so clunky and i could not get into it but i've no. and i've heard i heard the third one is pretty polished like does it feel clunky it's a well? lot no, no. I mean, the, the, I played. Uh, I played the second one. That was also clunky. Um, That's just one, brutal. The third one opened up a lot. Um, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by clunky. Whether you mean like just you feel you feel heavy in it, or what, what do you mean? That, that, that's what I mean. Like, kind of like when you do WoW versus like Guild Wars or something. Like WoW feels right, crisp yeah. and yeah, it it's crisper. Like it's it's not WoW, obviously, but it's it's definitely a. Um, it's a more polished game for sure. Yeah, cool. Might have to check that out. I think I own that game actually. Yeah, I should check. <laughs> sure, if it's in some Steam sale somewhere. Um, yeah. Thanks for doing this, guys. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, man. It was good. It's good to get back into this. And uh, if anyone is watching for the first time, we're planning to make this a regular thing every Monday 
at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, yeah, you can. Uh, if you have any suggestions for topics, please feel free to uh, email the podcast. Uh, you can do I never cast for this at gmail.com. Uh, I think we're going to start up a Discord as well for anyone who wants to chat on there and uh, continue any arguments we might have on the podcast as well. Uh, we have a Twitter page, I never cast for the number four, this. Uh, also, Facebook page, and we have, uh, we're on Anchor currently. And uh, it's anchor.fm slash I never cast for this. You can uh, catch all previous episodes on there. Uh, if you want to watch the video formats, you can watch past broadcasts on Twitch and on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, as I said, we're always uh, here to discuss controversial gaming topics and hopefully have a number of arguments and hopefully we don't always agree. And I don't think we've ever all agree not agreed on everything yet. So hopefully uh, the discussions keep on going uh, as successfully as they have so far. So other than that, uh, I guess we'll we'll sign off here. Uh, is there any social media you guys that you guys want to promote anywhere we can find you on Twitter or anything like that? Uh, Octa, we'll start with you. Anything? No. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, but if anybody wants to contact me, either do it via the uh, email for the channel or via one of these guys. They'll get a message to me. Yeah, absolutely. If you, like I said, if you have any comments on the show at all, uh, is it about a specific uh, person on the panel or if it's just uh, generic stuff, like I said, fire us an email. Uh, also, on different uh, platforms, we're available on different uh, uh, podcast platforms. Uh, leave us a review. If you liked uh, what you listened to today, leave us a good five-star review. If you hated it, leave a one-star and tell us how we can get better. Okay. Uh, social media, Octo has nothing. Erebus, how about you? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Erebus. I have not streamed since 2015, but every <laughs> week, you again. never know. <laughs> you never know. Tune in. Uh, I was at 450 followers last time. I was the number one Brahala streamer for about a week. And then I was on top just like usually when I get when I get to be the best at something I just quit, which is why I left COD about a week ago. Right, Calvin? Uh, but yes, <laughs> it's, uh, no, I'll, uh, that, you can get me on there or um, uh, I'll uh, surpass you. So you just leave when you're on top. It's perfect. ICQ, MySpace, Napster. I'm on all those too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Classes. Kaza. So did you say that one? So, LimeWire. Lime yeah. Morpheus. Yeah. Nice. And Athricus, do you have uh, Twitter or anything like that? that you want people I'm to follow a ghost. You? If you find me, you won't. So good luck. <laughs> what? Awesome. So as I said, guys, if you have any questions, comments, anything at all, just email the podcast. Like I said, I'm probably going to start a Discord channel. That's probably the easiest way to uh, set all this stuff up. And uh, for those that were in uh, uh, watching us on Twitch, thank you for joining us. And thanks for the uh, lovely comments you guys were leaving there as well. And uh, I think we'll call it a day. So we'll see you next Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So thanks again for doing this, guys. And uh, everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.